Hello, everyone, and welcome to the uh, inaugural episode of uh, NFL Drunkies podcast. Uh, my name's Ryan. I'm here with uh, Adam, and uh, we're actually going to start you off with a live fantasy football draft. We're joining a, a free league on ESPN.com, and we're going to go through a quick draft and kind of follow it through the whole podcast series with you guys. So uh, I guess we'll get started with some you know, some ideas of what we're going to do in the draft here. Uh, we'll start off with Adam. He'll kind of go over what strategy he's interested in. And uh, all right, go ahead, Adam. All right, how's it going, guys? Um, so as Ryan said before, um, I'm just going to introduce a few, I guess, key draft ideas that uh, I have going into this draft, and I guess we'll see how it plays out. Um, so actually, we just pulled up um, the ESPN Fantasy Football um, Fantasy Live Draft right now, and I got stuck with the number three overall pick, and uh, Ryan's coming in at number 12. Your boy gets back-to-back <laughs> picks, round one, round two. I love it. All right, so... Um, a few strategies that I want to discuss, and obviously we'll get Ryan's input um, as well as we're going through these. I tend to be a fan of uh, waiting on a quarterback pick, um, unless you can happen to snag Rodgers. I don't really see the need to take a quarterback that early. You can get guys like Matt Ryan and Phil Rivers really late, so uh, I tend to be a fan of doing that. And uh, generally another strategy that I try is... Um, Go for the safe picks in rounds one and two. There's plenty of time later on in the draft that you can kind of... uh, Gamble, yeah, 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 definitely. So I guess those are two of my main ideas. I don't know what you think on that, so... I kind of agree with you. Uh, I tend to wait on QBs just because, you know, I feel it's unnecessary to waste such an early pick on a guy like Cam Newton or Aaron Rodgers. I mean, half the time they end up getting hurt halfway through the season or... I don't know. There's always good options that you can play. Even if you end up with a quarterback in the 12th round that you really didn't want, you can even play matchups throughout the whole year with whoever you can find on the on the waiver wire. Um, but again, I agree with you know going after a running back, wide receiver early on because you know those are the guys that are probably going to score you the most points. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, when it comes down to drafting, I think it all comes to uh, knowing your audience, knowing who you're playing with. And that's why this is a little more difficult because we don't know the guys that we're drafting with. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're with your friends, you know, you know, like with our friends, we know they're probably going to draft two quarterbacks before the end of the draft. You know, they're going to yeah. do it probably before the 10th round. So we'll have to go quarterback a little sooner than we probably would normally like to. But, you know, that's just because we know our friends. We're, we know we're going to have to do that. Um but again, you know, in this one that we're doing with a bunch of random people, it's a little bit harder because, you know, they could they could draft anyone at any point. We don't know. I mean, the kicker could go, kicker could go first overall for all we know. Um, but yeah. the draft is actually about to start here, which is good. First pick just came up right now. Adam's headphones just went nuts. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, at least, oh, actually, I might have to deal with that. Every single pick, it might make a... Yeah, I hope so. You can get, yep, yep, you just got it. All right, so first two picks, Antonio Brown and DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, so now Adam is up with the third pick. 
We're looking at the board of uh, Odell Beckham, Adrian Peterson, Julio Jones, Todd Gurley, pretty much everyone right now, obviously. So uh, what are you thinking here, Adam? Wow, this kind of sucks. I mean, yeah. not, I mean, not you're really in a, you're in a tough I'm, place right now for sure, for sure. I guess it's always better to have too many guys to pick from than not enough. Yeah, but, but I agree. It's I I always hate the early picks because you gotta you get stared at by everyone as to what you're gonna choose. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously everybody's jumping off the page at me at this point. Um, you got Julio Jones, you got Odell Beckham, you got Gurley. You got David Johnson. Um, as of right now, I'm I'm leaning towards going Beckham. It's really a toss-up between Beckham and Gurley, but since we're in a PPR league, I think I'm going to go with Odell on this one. Yeah, I think that's the safer pick. Like you said, PPR and in general, I think OBJ is probably the pick there, especially when number two goes with Hopkins. That's a... I think if OBJ falls to you at three, you take him. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, generally going, I think, around pick 1.5 on average draft positions, so yeah. most people are taking. Yeah, it's Brown and then it's Beckham for second, sure. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess you can't really go wrong in that situation. Yeah, Although. so while we're actually creeping up on my pick uh, here at the 12th, right now we're sitting at seven, um, do you have any sleepers or any anyone you kind of want to – Go over before we get too deep here of who you like, who you don't like, anything? Well, somebody that I would point out, I guess, as a sleeper would be uh, Jonathan Stewart. I think I'm a little bit higher on him than most people, but at the end of the day, he's definitely going to be getting a bulk of the carries in Carolina, and he's a guy that you can probably get, you know, sixth round-ish, and... He could end up being a running back one. So yeah. I don't yeah, think you can true. really go wrong in that situation. That's definitely true. What about anyone you're definitely going to stay away from that you can think of off the top of your head? If not, not the end of the world. But um, I'm a big fan of uh, Jamal Charles. I've always been. But I think, well, if he was around next round, I guess you'd be calling me a liar because I'd probably end up taking him if he <laughs> fell to me. Yeah. But I think he's just he's just one of those guys. He's coming off two ACL injuries. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he might be hitting age 30 or close to it yeah, now. He's got to be. He's been around for a while, I feel. So You're probably right. Yeah, I mean, before he uh, hit that ACL tear, he honestly might have been the best running back in the league. At that point, yeah, but that's... you know, coming off two ACL tears, getting up there in age, and he's just been injury prone the past two seasons. I just, you know, I, I don't really want to be involved in something like that, especially like I said in the first two rounds. I kind of like to try to avoid risk. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. For me, uh, the player that I would probably stay away from, to be honest, would probably have to be. And again, I could be a liar because I might take him as well, but. Uh, Jordy Nelson, I think that... Yeah. I think Cobb's the guy to own in Yeah, I think so too. I think Jordy, Jordy Nelson's getting a little too old. I think he's had too many injuries. I, I, I just think eventually he's just not going to be as vital to that offense as Cobb will be. But again, we'll see. I could be wrong. He could have 10 touchdowns this year. So, I mean, 
That's the the beauty of the off season. Most things we say are just going to be a crapshoot, to be honest. It's not going to be a, a sure thing, but that would definitely be my guy to stay away from. And uh, not to discredit him or anything, but also a bunch of tin cans could play wide receiver for. That's true, and uh, they have in the Rogers. past. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, prime example: James Jones when he came back to the Packers, he was nasty, and. Uh, you know, it's just what a guy like uh, Aaron Rodgers can do for you. So now I think, I think we're on the clock. I am up. So I'm going to go over quick what we just went through. Uh, Antonio Brown, one. Hopkins, two. Beckham, three. Zeke, four. Julio Jones, five. Todd Gurley, six. A.J. Green, seven. A.P. eight. Freeman, nine. Des Bryant, ten. And Gronk, eleven. So I'm twelve and thirteen back to back. I'm absolutely going David Johnson here. Yeah, that's insane. I've been listening to some podcasts as well, and David Johnson, he's the man. You got to get him. He's there at eight, uh, at twelve. I mean, I'm getting him, and then to go with him, wow. I'm I'm kind of thinking Bell. It's a huge risk, but he comes back week five. He tears it up for the rest of the season. I think that's it's really him or Miller here. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's it's Miller for the whole season. Or it's Bell for, you know, f- week five and on. The thing know. is, you, you still got somewhat of a questionable commodity in Miller at this point. Yeah. Switching teams. Yeah. And I, mean, and I could probably get a running back later that, that could fill yeah. Bell's slot. I'm going to go Bell. I think that's pretty sick, what I just did there with David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell. I think that's a good fucking team yeah, right I'm, off the bat there. I'm really jealous. I uh, can't believe you just got David Johnson at pick 12. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that was a steal, for sure. Honestly, if Beckham wasn't there, I was probably going to take him at pick three. Yeah, well, it's a good thing he didn't, because he <laughs> fell 12 to me. Unless OBJ would fall 12 to me, that, <laughs> then I would accept it. All right, so after my Le'Veon Bell pick, LaShawn McCoy just went. That's a big step down from my Le'Veon Bell pick, of course. And he skipped over Lamar Miller, which is interesting. Yeah, let's see how far he falls. Well, who the hell knows, he might... Fall to me at 22. Yeah, that'd be nice for you because I know you definitely want to take him. Yeah, um, I uh, I actually am a Dolphins fan, and Ryan is a Jets fan, so I guess uh, keep an eye out for Dolphins or former Dolphins players. Yeah, also or Jets, Jets players. yeah. Not for so many former Jets, but yeah. <laughs> the, the current ones. And that's funny because I saw Brandon Marshall there on my queue, and I was like, would that be ridiculous? And then I was like, yeah, with who's left, it would be ridiculous. I mean, it's not that it's a bad pick, but I think the Le'Veon Bell, the Lamar Miller, I think that's a better pick. Just because I, I feel like wide receivers always a little bit deeper than running back. I mean, that, that's sort of that's. Yeah. I guess that's sort of an obvious statement because there's obviously more wide receivers yeah. than running backs. But well, the thing is, I feel like basically I think what he's trying to get across is the fact that you know you can wait a little bit longer and get a guy like maybe. Keenan Allen, whereas if we yeah. continue to wait on running backs, you're not going to get oh, yeah. many more guys like Lamar Miller. Yeah, they'll be gone. And that's what's funny is I scrolled down on my queue again, and I got into the 30s, and there's Demaryius Thomas, Keenan Allen, mm-hmm. uh, T.Y. Hilton, Kelvin Benjamin. I mean, if I could get you know, Keenan Allen and Kelvin Benjamin, I think I would be pretty happy with that You know, as to go along with those two running backs. I don't see a problem with that at all. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm just typing to some guy in the chat right now. Yeah, he goes, laughing my ass off at Team Drunkies, which is me. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't understand what's so funny about the pick, though. Either of those picks. I think he, uh, might be laughing at our name. Maybe, but, I mean, there's, there's equally funny names in here. I don't know, we'll see. Oh, yeah, I'm, I, uh... I'm the Des Dispenser. I didn't get to tell you guys my team name. I'm all about <laughs> joking team names. I'm a big fan. We did a mock last night, and I was Team Fat Romo. Oh, here we go. So uh, just to kind of overview you real quick before Adam picks, uh, after my Le'Veon Bell pick, like I said, LaShawn McCoy, 14, 15, Doug Martin, 16, Marshall, 17, Lamar Miller, 18, Jordy Nelson, 19, Allen Robinson, 20, Mike Evans, 21, Sammy Watkins. And that brings us to 22, which is Adam here. Right now he has Odell Beckham Jr. And uh, we'll see where he goes here. A lot of running backs at the top of the board right now. Yeah, I obviously I, I need to go running back at this point. I, I like, especially in a PPR, if you take a wide receiver first, you should probably fill out a running back next. So, um, well, what's good too is you have pretty close picks. I mean, yeah, exactly. So that's good. I'm not going to fall too far. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately for me, I have to wait until 36. And like I said, we're at 22 right now. Mm-hmm. So I got yeah. 14 more picks before I can do anything. So as of right now, I've got my eye on two guys, Mark Ingram and Thomas Rawls, excuse me, out of uh, Seattle. And, um, I don't really know who to take. Well, you know what? I'm going to actually talk you out of Rawls. Just for the simple fact that I feel like anyone could take him. You know, anyone could take him over in that starting spot. They have a few guys that I know they drafted a guy. I'm pretty sure. I can't think of who it is off the top of my head here. Let me, let me yeah, take yeah, a look. Yeah, they got a rookie that's supposed to come in and maybe steal some carries off of him. But yeah. you can't deny what Rawls. Well, he was a stud. Yeah. I'll admit that. But I, at the same time, I feel like Seattle's that kind of offense where – Anyone could do anything at any point, you know. Uh, Like I said earlier, I was listening to a podcast, and they were kind of talking about – that's exactly how Russell Wilson got started was Mm -hmm. they had him, and they brought in Matt Flynn on a huge contract, and obviously Russell Wilson won over that battle. Yeah. You know, I mean, no surprise, but, I mean, he played better. They put him in. Simple as that. And I think that's what could happen at any position at – in Seattle, you know. It's not yeah. like that everywhere. I mean, you know, one team gives a huge contract. You know, they they feel obligated in a way. But yeah, Seattle's feel, not about that life. Yeah, I feel like they're a lot more like, hey, you're better, you're in. Simple as that. You know, I, I think that's their mentality. All right. So uh, I actually ended up going with uh, Mark Ingram on that pick. We didn't get to recap on that one. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty high on. Mark Ingram, just, uh, you know, he's a, a really good PPR player. And uh, he finished with over 50 catches last season, and he ended up getting hurt only playing 12 games. So that's pretty promising. And uh, what's interesting here is it's, it's Adam's pick again, is he got Ingram. Following him was Jordan Reed, Keenan Allen, Alshon Jeffrey, Amari Cooper. He's up again. And Thomas Rawls is still yeah, there. Thomas Rawls is still on the board. Yeah, so that. It's an interesting environment. So I'm looking here. Obviously, I like Thomas Rawls. He's jumping off the page at me. But 
I'm also feeling pretty inclined to take a wide receiver at this point because I don't really know what's going to be around when it comes back to me. Yeah, that's true. If I scroll down, though, Jarvis Landry is 42, Macklin's 43, Cobb's 44, Decker's 45, Golden Tate, followed by Emmanuel Sanders. There's a ton of receiver depth there. It's just whether you want to wait for the depth rather than the star. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Has anybody taken Mike Evans yet? Yeah, yeah, he went um he went twentieth. Yeah. Hmm. Two picks before your Mark Ingram pick. Okay. I personally I say go running back because I think after Thomas Rawls and this bunch of running backs that are right here. Yeah, there's a drop off. Yeah, and I think you need the Thomas Rawls. And he goes for it. Yeah, I pulled the trigger on Rawls. Also, at this point I've got two guys with a week five bye, and that's something that I didn't cover. Um before we got into the draft, I, I really don't believe in avoiding bye weeks for the simple fact that if you need to do it, then that's fine. But do it with players that are within the same um, tier. So, for instance, if you've got Alshon Jeffrey available and Keenan Allen both available, but one guy has a conflicting bye, I wouldn't really have an issue with you choosing one player over the other. But... In my case, I feel like the next best running back underneath Rawls, I believe at that point, was Eddie Lacy. And to me, he's a big question mark at this point. So I didn't really feel comfortable in taking him just for the simple fact of avoiding that bye week. I think there was a drop-off there, and that's why I didn't do that. Let's see. So after Adams Thomas Rawls picked, Jamal Charles went next, Brandon Cooks next after that, and then Eddie Lacy was just taken 30th. Followed by C.J. Anderson just now. So I am about four picks out. And obviously I'm going to need a wide receiver. Um, I'm thinking I'm thinking about going Kelvin Benjamin. And then if Landry's still there for my for my pick after that, I might just hit, hit, the, hit the two of them right there. I think that would be a pretty sick uh, one-two. Actually, two-three punch of receivers considering I already got... Oh, no, one, two. I didn't get a receiver yet. Yeah. No, that's uh, my bad. But that yeah, would be... That be yeah, nice. I'd be pretty happy with that. Because they're saying that Kelvin Benjamin looks really good at, at uh, a training camp. Oh, really? Yeah, which is good. Because they were actually comparing him with uh, Jordy Nelson. And I don't think Jordy Nelson is even back yet. Uh, completely. Yeah, I don't think he is either. Yeah, and that's what they were saying. It was the same injury between the two of them. Kelvin Benjamin obviously being much younger, bounced back much quicker, and he looks good. Um, but now, obviously, Jordy Nelson not back. Obviously, doesn't look good because he's not back. Yeah. So, just yeah, uh, something to chew on. At this point. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, Kelvin Benjamin um, just physically and with age has way more of an upside than Jordy Nelson can have at this point in his career. So. Yeah, definitely. I'm super stoked if I can get Kelvin and uh, Jarvis. And I know these guys in our league might just rip us a new one for it, but I would like it. Yeah, I, <laughs> we're just taking a look through some of the... Uh, yeah, earlier the they said too. something this is, like... Uh, this is awesome. Sam Judd at 701 said, You guys are super-duper smart, some online forum geniuses. I'm wondering if he was directing that at us, but it's not like we were doing anything... You know? Out of the ordinary. Yeah, it's not like he can even judge what we were doing. 
Let's take a look at his team right now, actually. I'm curious. Is, uh, Judd, I think, was the name. Judd. <laughs> team Duck? I'm not seeing Interesting. Him. Go up again. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, that's probably just his name. It... Oh, it didn't go by his team. Yeah, that's probably just how it is on my phone. So let's look through here, because we can scroll back through the uh, chat log. I'm just trying to look for Green, because I think we responded to him at one point. So uh, just again to go over it while uh, while we wait here. Uh, Thomas Rawls was Adam's pick at 27. After that, Jamal Charles, Brandon Cooks, Eddie Lacy, C.J. Anderson, Demaryius Thomas, Matt Forte, and Jonathan Stewart was just taken last. Uh, we're waiting on, on a guy to pick right before me. And uh, looks like he's not in the draft, so he's going to get auto-picked, and, and, and it looks like it's going to be Carlos Hyde, which would leave me to take Benjamin and Jarvis Landry if I want to, but now I'm seeing that Cam Newton's sitting there. Yeah. And the question is, do I get a quarterback this early being Cam Newton? God, I don't know. Well, let's see here. Let me look at what else could be around for you. Who did you take with your first two? David Johnson and uh, Le'Veon Bell. So you know what? I, I'm going to do it just because I think Cam Newton will be a great pick. I, I've never really had an elite quarterback when I do fantasy. I always end up no. with the uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's of the league. So I'm going to go with uh, Cam Newton with the uh, the first pick there. And you know what? I'm going to skip over Benjamin since I just got the quarterback there. And I'm going to get Jarvis Landry. I'm going to reach a little bit for Jarvis Landry, but I think in a PPR league, I think that's I think that's justified. Oh, yeah, he's a lock for over 100 catches. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to hit him all day. I think I think I'll be happy with with Cam and, and Jarvis there. I just need to get a, you know, a solid second receiver and then hopefully a, a nice backup running back for Le'Veon Bell. Maybe I can get D'Angelo Williams later. We'll see. And it, I mean, even they sell. They say that uh, Bell is pretty confident that he's not going to get suspended. I guess he might have yeah, said something on Twitter. That. Yeah. But we'll see how that works yeah. out for him. You know, there's some pretty good picks creeping up here for you. Yeah, I'm seeing that. What the hell pick number are we around here? We're at 39 right now. You're 46. Oh, okay. 46. But I mean. Even if the board clears off a little bit, I think you're still looking at a pretty solid receiver or Aaron Rodgers potentially if you want. Yeah, um, he's the only quarterback I feel like I would reach for, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, and I, obviously I don't think that would be a bad pick. Especially with Beckham, you already have a solid wide receiver number one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think you can find a solid wide receiver number two after. I mean, you have pretty close picks, too, so it's not like the board's going to clear off that much between your picks. Yeah, exactly. I think I think I'm going to try to avoid Rodgers in four and maybe take him if he's available in round five. Yeah, that's possible. That's possible. Yeah, he has the 49th pick. Your, your uh, round five pick is 51, so I guess that's not impossible. Yeah. Oh, there's also Russell Wilson 
directly beneath him. Yeah, but I feel like as far as fantasy goes, he doesn't translate as well. You know, at the end of the season last year, he was amazing, but I feel like the beginning portion of last year in fantasy, he wasn't really worth it. Yeah. He was kind of, because I remember in our fantasy league, I got him, you know, I I think I pulled off a trade mid-season for him when he was performing poorly. And I think that's a big reason why he was on the trade market was because he performs poorly yeah, you do have a point. in fantasy. All right, so let's see here. I'm on the clock. We've got ooh, Randall Cobb and Eric Decker both yeah. still available. Those are pretty good. Yeah. Did somebody snag Rodgers? They must have. Must have, yeah. Yeah, okay. So looking at the board right now after my Jarvis Landry pick. T.Y. Hilton, Kelvin Benjamin, Golden Tate, Edelman, Rogers, Baldwin, Deion Lewis, and Jeremy Macklin were all the picks after the Jarvis Landry pick. So uh, now Adam is looking at a board consistent of uh, Randall Cobb, Eric Decker, Emmanuel Sanders, Greg Olson, Russell Wilson, and uh, so on and so forth, obviously. Hmm. I feel like I'll probably go, I don't know, this is a toss-up to me between Cobb and Decker, to be perfectly honest. I mean, Decker obviously is going to score 10 touchdowns. Yeah, Decker's going to get the touchdowns. I think Randall Cobb might get more yards. He'll get touchdowns too, but I think at the end of the day, Decker might have more touchdowns. So it's all about what's more important to you. I think I'm going to take Cobb. All right. Yep, I'm gonna go. That's not. I mean, I'm biased. I I would have taken Decker just because I like Decker better. But I don't think there was a bad pick between the two. I think both should perform this year. What the hell does Eric Decker have to do to get some credit? (laughs) I don't know. You know, I'm not saying that I uh, I'm super high on him, but people just don't give him credit when it comes to fantasy football, I don't know if it's the fact that they feel like he needs to score touchdowns in order to put up points, but at the end of the day, I mean, he does. Yeah. You know? It's the thing that I never understood. People had the same arguments about, um, who the heck was it? I can't even remember, but, you know, certain running backs around the league, like back in the day, people would be like, oh, well, if he's not getting the goal line work, then he's not really worth anything. And I'm just like, well, but he does get the goal line work, and he yeah. does score touchdowns, so yeah. that's what makes him valuable. Yeah, and especially in fantasy. You know, I, there was a stretch last year where I'm pretty sure he had, like, five, at least five, maybe not more, games yeah, 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 in a yeah. row yep. with a touchdown. And that's, what, six points in a standard league right there? So, I mean, that's that's a solid receiving outing right there for you. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm happy when my receivers get me six. I love when they get me double digits, but, I mean, if you start with six, then, you, you know, your ceiling is pretty high. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, obviously he's getting some, even if it's just dink and dunk, not any yards after catch. Like, he's still getting yards in between there, and obviously he gets yards when he gets into the end zone, plus PPR. I mean, it's not like he's going to be catching, you know, 10 balls a game or anything, but it's still there. Yeah. So after Adam's Randall Cobb pick, uh, Andrew Luck went off the board, 47, 48, Danny Woodhead, 49, Greg Olson. And now we're at 50, which is the pick right before Adam's next one. 
And uh, so, what are you thinking here? If, if uh... um, well, looking at the board, a few guys that uh, jump out to me. I mean, Eric Decker's still on the board. Yeah, Latavius Murray was just the fiftieth pick, so now Adam is currently up. Oh man, I was just gonna start talking about him too. Um, well, I guess he's out of the question. So um, let's take a look at a few uh, other running backs. That you were gonna, pass. you were gonna go for the Latavius Murray pick, weren't you? I'm think I was thinking about it. Yeah. Um, so I'm not really enjoying much of what's left here at running back. Yeah, to be honest, it's, uh, getting pretty. Uh, I'm pretty high on Rashad Jennings this year, but I'm obviously not going to take him now. I yeah. can definitely wait on that. I wouldn't say it's thin, but it's not like the elite tier that you want. Yeah, I mean we've got Jeremy Hill, but even in a PPR setting, and who the hell knows, Gio Bernard might even overtake the starting job from him again. Yeah, so. I, I kind of want to stay away from that. Jeremy Langford's not really the safest pick either. Yeah, that's a gamble. A lot of what's left is gambles, essentially. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing. He's yeah, still we're at Eric the point Decker where it's a, it's a good spot to take a gamble, but with Eric Decker left on the board, I don't really think I can pass that up. Yeah, yeah, you go for the Eric Decker. So I'm going to go for with sure. Eric Decker. Yeah. All right, so uh looks like after Adam's Eric Decker pick, we had Larry Fitzgerald, Jeremy Hill, Russell Wilson, Matt Jones, Emmanuel Sanders... Dante Moncrief and John Brown all go off the board. Currently, we're waiting for an auto pick to go through, uh, which will probably be Michael Floyd with this pick. Uh, and then I'm up back-to-back again. Uh, just to quick go over my team real quick. Uh, I have Cam Newton, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Jarvis Landry as of right now. So clearly, I would benefit from a receiver or a second running back to cover Bell if he does get suspended. Uh, the board is kind of at that lull stage right now. Yeah. Where you're not really thrilled about what's there. But, I mean, they're names that you know, and you know well. The Michael Floyds, the Ryan Matthews, the DeMarco Murrays, the Lanny Walkers. You know, I mean, not, there's not a bad pick per se, because you know them, but they don't get you excited. Not to cut you off, but... Um... Just so you know, D'Angelo Williams is creeping up here, and I know it's kind of early to go for a uh, a handcuff type player. You normally wait until the later rounds to do that, but people are going to be looking at him since uh, yeah. Bell is most likely going to be having that four game suspension. So if you wanted to handcuff, you're probably going to have to do it. But you know what? According to our mock last night, I'm going to go with it again. I'm going to go for the gamble. I'm going to go with my first pick being DeMarco Murray in Tennessee. It's a big gamble, but I'm going to try it. And then let's see here. I could benefit from a receiver. Or even... I could even go... I could even go... With a running back. Well, we've got Devontae Parker, Ryan Matthews, Langford. Um... I know you're not big on Forsett, but he's here. And again, the handcuff and D'Angelo yeah. Williams. You know what? I'm going to go back-to-back gambles, and I'm going to go with the Ryan Matthews pick. I think that way I'm set at running back slash flex because, let's say, Bell doesn't get suspended. I have Murray and Matthews to sort of alternate. Yeah. And even if the, he does get suspended, I have Murray and Matthews to survive me through those first four weeks. So, 
I might be screwed at wide receiver later, but we'll see. I might have to reach for some interesting names. Um, We'll we'll see. I mean... Uh, And your team doesn't necessarily, like I said earlier, need to be built through the draft. There's things you can do as time goes on to, you know, better yourself. There's plenty of opportunity for roster or uh, waiver wire pickups or yeah the waiver always seems to be where a lot happens you know there's always that one guy on the waivers every year nobody drafts him nobody picks him up and then week seven he scores three touchdowns and everybody you know everybody's going for him but we'll see we don't we obviously don't know who that is yet yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe one of us uh, will even have them on our team. Yeah. And we won't have to pick them up on waivers. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> That's usually not how it goes for us. <laughs> yeah. So let's see here. We're coming up on my pick and a few picks here. I'm uh, pick 70. And a few guys left. Um, Jeremy Langford, Delaney Walker. Justin Forsett. You know, I was thinking about the Delaney Walker pick there with yeah, my I knew second you would pick. <laughs> yeah, I was because PPR Delaney Walker, I think, is a good pick, but I'll probably gamble on a tight end that won't be as good later in the draft because that's just, that's just who I am apparently. Yeah, that's just what you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm normally a fan of waiting on tight end as well, unless it's like obviously Gronk. Yeah, I just feel Edward. like I just feel like it's too early when I could instead draft a guy like Murray or Matthews, you know, mm-hmm. th- a guy that I feel could get m- more points. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. You might as well fill out the rest of your uh running back and wide receiver spots cuz obviously they're going to be a limited commodity. Yeah. Let it also be known I'm looking at the uh projections right now of the points that that ESPN projects each player to get and uh Right now, the next about 20 picks or so, the highest guy is Frank Gore with a 190. I mean, it, actually, no, Jordan Matthews has 213 there. I'm not counting Ben because he's a quarterback compared to these other skill players. Yeah. Um, but that seems really high for Frank Gore. I don't think that is going to happen. I don't yeah, think 190 yeah. is possible for him right now. I think he's too old. I think if he doesn't get hurt, he's going to underperform. And someone's definitely going to overtake him by the end of the season, I believe. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I can't really say anything that you haven't said. I'm just not a big fan of Frank Gore yeah. at this point in I mean, he, he worked out last year, sort of. But, I mean, it was sort of back and forth. He'd have a good game. He'd had a bad game. He'd fumble. He'd score two touchdowns, you know. It, but I don't think that's going to continue into this year. I think it might be all down all year. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on this one. All right, but that being said, Adam is up. Um Recap some picks real quick. Uh, Devontae Parker went after my pick. Tom Brady, Breeze, Delaney Walker, Duke Johnson, Jeremy Langford, Amir Abdullah, and Josh Gordon. So Adam is up. He's the 70th pick. And uh, we're going to see what he's looking at here. What uh, position are you thinking here? I don't know. <laughs> um, probably another wide receiver or running back. Yeah, Just I would go running back. Out. I think you need a running back more than you need a <coughs> receiver right now. Um, a name that pops out to me is you got Rashad Jennings there at 75. I don't think he's going to hang around much longer. Yeah, neither do I. I mean, D'Angelo Williams, Justin you. Forsett, though. That could be a good pick. I know there's a lot of competition in Baltimore right yeah. now. Well, the thing is, he's like pretty much the only guy on this list that 
is most definitely going to be a starter at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I think I'm going to take a gamble on this one and go Melvin Gordon. Oh, from my mock draft yesterday, he goes for the Melvin Gordon pick, which I'm a fan of. I think he was pretty bad last year. We can all admit that. But I think uh, this year in San Diego, I think might be a little bit different. So we'll keep an eye on that one as the season goes on. That's what I like about this draft is we can pick players that are huge gambles and we can follow along through the podcast and kind of see how they turn out fantasy-wise, whether we drop them, whether we trade them, whether they pan out to be steals. We'll see. That being said, Adam is up again. Uh, after- just making sure my boy... Colby Fleener oh, is still boy. on the board. After his Melvin Gordon pick, real quick, Frank Gore, Big Ben, Justin Forsett, and Will Fuller. Those were the four picks in between. So now he's going to go again. Who are you thinking? Um, so at this point, I've got what one, two, uh, three running backs, and how many? Two, three wide receivers. So... Hmm. I say you just got to go for the best player there that you see at this point. Now you're just looking for depth at this, you know, at this stage. Yeah. Even Rashad, Rashad Jennings is there. He's not going to be there for your next pick. I know you were high on him. Yeah. I think that might be the pick here. Yeah. Uh, right now I'm between him and another guy that I think could um, be poised for a breakout season this year, Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. um, with the limited wide receiver depth in Seattle and – Obviously, the flashes of ability that he's shown on the field, I think he could be um, a promising player, but I I think you're right. I think I'm going to have to go with Rashad Jennings on this one. And what's interesting about the Rashad Jennings pick is um, he could pan out. He could be good. But another PPR League pick that could be good in a later round is um, his backup, which would be, uh, what's his face? Shane Vereen. Yeah, I yeah. think he would be a good PPR option because I mean that's his game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, he, they dump it to him in the backfield, and he runs for a million yards. Yeah, it's a shame that Eli is such a gunslinger because uh, yeah. if he didn't like to throw the ball really, really far, I feel like Vereen could be an even more viable option. Yeah, definitely, and I think that's what made him so good in New England was yeah, yeah. Tom Brady knows how to play the game. Obviously, as much as we both don't want to admit that, he knows that Shane yeah. Brain's a just as good of an option as a say a receiver deep, you know, mm-hmm. Shane yep. Breen could make the play that, you know, a deep receiver could make as well. So yeah, and uh, if anybody knows how to do it, it's yeah, that's him. Unfortunately, Tom Brady might be the best to ever do it. Yeah. So we're creeping up again on me. I'm about five picks out after Adams Rashad Jennings pick. Uh, Gio Bernard, Carson Palmer, T.J. Yeldon went. Wow, D'Angelo's still on the board. I know that is interesting. Let's see. I could use... I need receivers really bad. What I'm looking at here is I see Marvin Jones creeping up. I see Kevin White. Yeah, Kevin White was jumping off the page. They're not an ideal wide receiver number twos, but in this situation, I think that might be where I have to go. Because I'm not... I'm not not, really sold on Alan Hearns. Yeah, I don't really want Jordan Matthews. He, He just went anyway. Michael Crabtree could be a good pick. He had nine touchdowns last year. They're projecting him seven this year to play opposite of Amari Cooper. I think that's a good situation for him. I don't know. But I also feel like Marvin Jones is a red zone machine. Yeah, yeah. And 
honestly, between the three guys that you're looking at, they could all be yeah. really, really good red zone yeah. options. Exactly. So I'm up on the clock now. Uh, Jordan Matthews went, like I said. Michael Crabtree actually went right after him. And Eli Manning was the pick after Crabtree. So I'm sitting here. I need, I'm need. i going to go two receivers with these two picks. But the question is, do I go Jones and White? Or do I do your Lockett pick? I was going to say, don't let me sway you. But if I was in your shoes, it would be Lockett and Kevin White. Yeah. Okay, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do Tyler Lockett with the first pick. No, you're not. Oh, you just did it. Never mind. Yeah, no, I did it. I did it. Don't don't you? No. All right, and then Kevin White with the second pick there. That'll give me three receivers I'll feel okay with. Hopefully next pick I can go tight end. Maybe a, another receiver that can sort of make me think about you know starting him over one of those two. Who knows what we'll be looking at when I come back around. That's a while from now. Yeah, so let's see a few guys that I could maybe put my eye on for this next. I mean, Kobe Fleener's, you know, streaking up the board. He's flying up there. They're projecting him to go ninety third, and you're pick ninety four. So I think that might have to be your pick if he's still there, especially because you said you wanted him last night. Big, big fan of him. That guy freaking swooped right in there on me. I think he's he's a great pick. I think. Drew Brees is going to hit him all day. Drew Brees loves his tight ends, as we know. Yeah, I think he can just play really, really well into that system. Yeah, and Fleener's a fast guy. He's an athletic guy. I think he'll. I think that's a good situation for him. Much better than Indianapolis. Yeah, especially yeah, when they with the two tight end set that they had going. He hardly got you know a hundred percent of the, the the snaps on offense. I think now in New Orleans he he'll get that. Oh. As I finish that sentence, Colby Fleener was just taken off the board at 90. Yep. All right. Well, then I guess that makes my life a little bit Yeah, a little bit harder. harder. I think if Marvin, Marvin Jones is still there, you got to take Marvin Jones. Yeah. He's a really good option, I think. If not him, maybe Sterling Shepard. I think Sterling Shepard could be either boom or bust. I don't think there's going to be an in-between with him. Either he's going to have nothing and everyone's going to hate drafting him. Or he's going to do awesome on the other side of OBJ. We'll see. All right, yeah, and there's there's other tight ends to get, but, man, I would have just loved to get Colby Fleener. Yeah, that would have been good. Speaking so, of uh, drafting Dolphins, though, you're looking at Jay Ajay. Oh, yeah, of course I am. There um, at 95, he's sneaking up as well. He's actually one of the players I'm considering taking. I've got the 94th pick. Which is up and... now, right after... Uh, Fleener, Kelsey, Sterling Shepard, and Tyler Eifert were taken. Yep. So I'm on the clock right now, and I don't think I could really avoid taking Marvin Jones at this point. I think he's pretty much, I I need to draft him at this point. Um, But I've I've got another pick coming up at 99, and I think my guy Jay Ajayi, I, I think that might be a good pick, and obviously this is pretty decent time to pick a guy that you think might be a sleeper because we're creeping up on the uh, closing rounds here. And I think, obviously, I think he's got the most upside. Oh, the- and he's just taken oh. at 96. Right after Arian Foster, ironically enough, yeah. that Arian Foster was taken before a Jai. I don't agree yeah. with that one, but... Yeah, I didn't really hey, see that one More coming. power to you. So, all right, well... 
Yeah, now we're hitting the, the major lull. We're looking at Stefan Diggs, Philip Rivers, Torrey Smith, Willie Sneed, yeah, Doriel Green, Beckham, Laquan Treadwell, Vincent Jackson. We're, we're starting to build the depth of the Fantasy League, and I, I think this is where it gets a little bit tougher, especially for novices. You know, if you don't know a lot about football, you might hit the lull here where you think about auto-pick. But we're obviously going to power through, and Adam is going to go ahead and draft Philip Rivers. I'm going to go ahead and take Philip Rivers. I think he's probably the best overall pick at this point, and I don't really want to wait much longer on a quarterback. But let me see what other... Yeah. Yeah, definitely going to go Phil Rivers here. The next best available quarterback is probably Romo. Followed yeah, by... I, w- I wouldn't skip over Tyrod. I take Tyrod over Tony Romo. Mm. I just think the rushing yards that Tyrod will get will equal better stats compared to Tony Romo fantasy wise. I mean, Romo might be the better overall quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that. And there was also Derek Carr still available, but I think yeah, it's that kind would of be a reach re- at this point. But yeah, definitely would be a reach at this point. So yeah, I think Philip Rivers was probably the best option to take there, and I think I'm pretty well set at my skills positions so um yeah that's that's why that's why i went there so let's see so now that we're in this middle part of the draft and you're seeing these names these rookie names these sort of backup names do you see anybody on the board right now that you're like he would be a pretty solid pick right now uh yeah i see a couple of guys that are at least interesting to me catching my eye um, I think Willie Sneed could be an interesting pick. Well, he just went off the board. Um, and also Charles Sims. I don't really think that, um, Doug Martin is all that, um, reliable of a guy. Sure. I mean, he's, he's been solid. He's injury don't prone. Don't get me wrong. We can admit that. Yeah. I think, uh, Chris Sims is a good guy to take a fly on at this point in the draft. And also I'm seeing Tavon Austin. I'm a big fan of. Tavon Austin, they finally realized how to incorporate him into their offense um, last year with some, you know, misdirection sweeps and things of that nature. So um, I think he could be a good snag at this point in the draft as well. And um, looks like Ryan is on the clock right now. And I think he just pulled the trigger on two quick picks. Yeah, two quick picks and two Steeler picks. I've been, like I've continuously said, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, um, and my second pick was a big, uh, big pick on the podcasts, was the Marcus Wheaton pick. Uh, A lot of people are saying that with uh, Martavius Bryant out for the season, that he will essentially assume that role, and he's a stud. I mean, when he gets the ball, he can can create, that's for sure. And uh, to go along with that, my pick, yeah, he's fast. Uh, to go along with the pick before that, I got Ladarius Green. So I went, like I said, back-to-back Steelers. Um, I don't know why, but I really like Ladarius Green in, in Pittsburgh. I think uh, Big Ben, just like Drew Brees, loves his tight ends. Yeah. Um, I mean, you just look at Heath Miller the past couple years. Maybe not a fantasy stud per se, but he could be reliable if he needed him. Uh, and I think Ladarius Green obviously has a higher ceiling than uh, than Heath Miller had. So, yeah. I, I mean, that could be a sleeper pick. That yeah. could be my sleeper pick for this uh, for this mid-draft would yeah, be the Ladarius sure. Green. Yeah, he's a freak athlete. Yeah. So, I mean, both – I mean, like I said earlier, we're in that point in the draft where you're you're kind of gambling on, on 
players to bust out. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing with the Marcus Wheaton and the Ladarius Green pick. Yeah, I hear you there. It does give me three Steelers total on my team, though, which is ballsy. But you got to gamble on the good offenses. Yeah. I mean, we know the Steelers can score points. That's one of the things they've been doing the past couple of years very well. Um, so why not have multiple Steelers? You know, you know they put up points. You know their players get you fantasy points. So who cares? Same team, same bye week. Yeah. If I lose that week, week eight on their bye week, who knows? Maybe I win the rest of them, you know? <laughs> I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you on that one. I uh, I don't feel the need, like I said earlier, to you know reach down a tier and players to avoid drafting guys from the same team or um, avoid bye weeks. I just think it's overall a pretty silly strategy. I, why jeopardize your essentially your season over one yeah. week? Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's funny because I used to think that way, like, oh no, I can't have two receivers with a week nine bye week. Like, I'll be devastated. But then, you know, like I've heard from other people, you start drafting lower ranked players who might not pan out the rest of the season as well as that player you might have taken because of the bye week. So you're you're sacrificing the you know, the well being of your team for essentially one week, which who knows, maybe you get the waiver wire pickup that, you know, pans out or so on and so forth, you know? So who knows? I, I wouldn't ride and die by that strategy, but some people do. Yeah, um, you know, that's why fantasy is such an interesting thing. Everybody has different opinions and different strategies. It's just, you know, what works out best for you and what fits, you know, your play style. So, yeah, something to keep in mind. You know, don't take what we're saying as the be-all, end-all. That's the point in fantasy is to, you know, think about your picks. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's mostly about having fun. So whatever's fun to you, go ahead and do that. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I mean, even if money's involved, you really just got to have fun. If you win money, it's 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 a positive. You know, it's it's just an added bonus. Just have fun with it. Enjoy it. I mean, I love doing these. That's why we do them so often. So, I mean, just like we both said, just have fun with it. So, I'm on the clock right now. I still need to fill in my tight end spot. I probably shouldn't have waited this long. Yeah, you're in a bit of a tough spot right now. Um, yeah, and I th- go back to tight end. Let's take a look at the uh, tight ends here. I think my guy got taken. If I'm We're looking at Julius Thomas, Antonio Gates, Zach Miller, Martellus Bennett, Austin Sofarian Jenkins, Jimmy Graham, Jason Witten, Jordan Cameron, and it trails off from there. The question is: Is Zach Miller the starting tight end in Chicago? Because that might be a solid pick if he is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm not really sure to be honest with Click you. Him real with, quick. What are they projecting him? Six fifty six with four touchdowns. Interesting. With Martellus Bennett's departure, he he could yeah. be a good choice. I would say either maybe do that or maybe reach down and get the Jimmy Graham pick. I know he's ballsy, but at this point, you might be looking at that. Yeah, I'm honest. I'm stuck right now between him and Julius Thomas. Those are. My two choices. I'm, yeah. That's tough. Go for the... I'm going to go Jimmy Graham. I just feel like eventually he might be that. 
Saints Jimmy Graham that we saw. Maybe not to that tier per se, but I think I think he could have a good season again. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they use him more at the end of last season anyway? Wasn't he starting yeah, to pick I, up I his think stats? So. And the the thing is, I I don't really quite understand in um in their their strategy. I just I don't really get it. Yeah. See, I'm looking at his 2015 stats right now. Uh, week six against Carolina, he had eight catches for 140. Week eight at uh, Dallas, he had seven catches for 75 yards. So there is some solid stats in there. Week three at Chicago, seven for 83 and a touchdown. Uh, week one, six fifty one and a touchdown. I mean, could happen for sure. All right, and that brings us to Adam again. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But um... Between his Jimmy Graham pick and now, by the way, Michael Thomas, Kamar Aiken, Devontae Booker, CJ Process? I'm not sure about that guy's name. <laughs> and then Adam just took Steven Goskowski, the kicker. Uh, explain that one. Why a kicker in the 11th round? Um, I was actually going to take him in the 10th round if I had my uh, my team more filled out. Uh, the way that I would have hoped, but um, people will probably laugh at that pick. Let's let's look in the chat and see if anybody has said anything. But um, like it. at the end of the day, uh, Gostowski um, ends up outscoring some wide receiver twos, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Yes. Um, yeah, at that point, I feel like he's the only kicker that would be warranted taking but I, I think that he's worth it especially if you have the rest of your team filled out he's pretty much a lock for double digit points per week definitely definitely he is one of the best kickers out there you definitely cannot deny that now let me ask you a question with my picks creeping up here mm-hmm. I clearly have four wide receivers three no four running backs so I have four and four um looking at the board right now I really like uh, Mohamed Sanu in Atlanta creeping up. I really like that pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big fan of Mohamed Sanu. Um, but that would give me five receivers. And then I would almost feel obligated to go with a backup quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Which would either be Tyrod or Derek Carr. And that would leave me without um, another well, – I guess four running backs is pretty solid. Especially if I, I were you, I'd, I'd I'd like to try to discourage you from taking another quarterback so soon. But point. I just I feel like a solid. I mean, I guess I have Cam. So I mean, it's not like I have Tyrod as my starter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, you not. could even wait and you know get a guy like Matt Ryan or Kirk Cousins, yeah. and they'll only be coming in for one week. Regardless, yeah. there's no point in taking a flyer on them. It's true, yeah, but so I mean, early. I was looking at Shane Vereen for a later pick at running back. Right, yeah. Because like I said earlier, I feel like PPR could be his thing. Um, so I don't need to necessarily go running back right now. So what would be the other option if I take Sanu? What 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 uh, else would you, I do? You don't, you're, yeah, I have back-to-back back, right I have back to back picks. I don't need to. Um, Are you opposed to doing it, though? I mean, there's nothing there that really drops my jaw. I mean, I see Sikandrick West... James Starks, they're backups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, they're pretty much only there for a handcuff. Yeah, Kenneth Dixon, I mean, he could take the starting job, but that's a big could. 
Yeah, yeah. All right, so right before me, Chiefs D, Tyrod Taylor, and Steve Smith Sr. Uh, I'm going to back up my talk, and I'm going to take Mohamed Sanu with this first pick. And uh, now I just have to decide whether I want to do the backup quarterback or defense. You know what? Fuck it. Defense is creeping up. I have to wait X amount of time to pick again. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with Cardinals defense slash special teams. And that'll fill out my starting roster besides a kicker. And then hopefully I can get Shane Vereen and a backup quarterback with my next two back-to-back picks. And then uh, I'll feel pretty confident with what I'm looking at. Yeah, that wouldn't be uh, bad on your end. Yeah. So let's see here. I think I'm going to start looking at handcuffs with these next couple of picks. So most importantly, I think I should handcuff Rawls first before handcuffing Ingram. So The only problem with that is I don't know if they are actually there, his handcuffs, because I don't know if people have already had that idea how highly they're ranked or anything like that. I haven't done much research there to know. Um. But while Adam is doing that, we're looking at, uh, after my Cardinals D pick, Brashad Perryman, Sikandrick West, Derek Carr, and Mike Wallace. We're all taken after that. Um, not a fan of the Mike Wallace pick. Think it's pretty pretty risky. Um, don't think there's much upside there. He's getting old. Seemed to have lost it around the time he went to Miami, if not before he went to Miami. And then the Vikings, what was that, last year? I think yep, that was yeah. just a waste of time. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah, so. To be honest. Yeah. So. So you're I'm creeping just, up here in three picks. What uh, What is your research shown? I'm, I'm looking to see if any of these handcuffs are available. And to be honest with you, I, I, I think they're taken. Yeah. I Which, mean, I believe it. You're, you're, you're running with some injury-prone guys. Obviously, their handcuffs might be a little higher on draft boards than others. Um, let's see what the uh, let's see what's available at running back. Oh, you are actually on the clock. I'm gonna let you you go because I don't want to mess with your your vibe here, and then no, you get auto picked. Um, I mean, at this point, you could even go back a quarterback, and then you're creeping up at 147. Yeah. You know, just uh, four picks after. <sighs> and there's some pretty good names uh, at quarterback still available. We have uh, Cousins, Mariota, Stafford, Dalton. I, to be honest, as much as I'm usually against him, I would probably go Dalton here. Yeah, um, he's solid. He could even be a starter. Yeah, exactly. And that's... Great to have. I mean, not that you would need to start him over Rivers, but God knows what could happen during the season. Yeah. Hmm. Even the Kenneth Dixon pick might not be bad. Just because that there is a gamble that he might be the starter, you know, even by the end of training camp for all we know. Yeah, that's true. Don't Um, go for Josh Doxson, though. uh, He, I'm pretty sure, he had a pretty gruesome injury, I'm pretty sure. He might be out for quite some time. So that might be something to, uh, oh, it's you not know, tell me when I click yeah. on them, of course. Drop a pin on that one, maybe bring it back in a, in a, you know, an episode coming up. Yeah, I'm gonna go, uh, Kenneth Dixon. Let me 
Let's see if I can click on Dachshund here and see. It just says foot Achilles. Hmm. And I think that might be an Achilles that he has hurt in the past. Yeah, and Achilles injuries are never really yeah. anything to get yeah. too fucking excited about. So. And it's Washington. I mean, there's not a ton to be excited about in Washington usually. I mean, I know they're on the upswing, they're getting better, the receivers are looking good, but usually I tend to stick away from Washington receivers just because they're kind of a crapshoot, to be honest. Yeah, that's why I was honestly kind of looking at taking him, just because there's really nothing too promising going on there, and he's showing some upside. But Yeah. Well, you can't really show too much upside if you're not on the field. So. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm actually looking at a backup cornerback here. It's creeping up. I, I actually, there's a bunch of really good names still coming, so I'm not too worried that I didn't take the David Carr or any of that. Um, I would like another running back just to be safe with Murray and Matthews, both very injury-prone guys. Maybe get a solid guy. Oh, that's right, Vereen. I can look at yep, Vereen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this might be the point I know where you I. Want Vereen, so. Yeah, this might be the point where I sort of reach a little further than I should for a guy like Shane Vereen. Yeah, if you got a good feeling about him, you might as well snag him before somebody else does. Especially. Yeah. He's know, sitting he's... at one seventy six. My next pick is one fifty six. Might be too soon. Not bad. Yeah, we'll see if anything else excites me when we get close. I really could go kicker too, and then and then maybe Shane Vereen. Yeah. That would be yeah, solid, kind of fill out. And then and then finish off with a little uh Ooh, with a little backup quarterback and somebody you might have taken yesterday that I was very excited about. Who did I take yesterday? Uh, but I'm not gonna say <laughs> because I wanna get him. We'll see. Adam is next though, um after his Kenneth Dixon pick. Texans D, James Starks, Pierre Garçon all went. Is Garçon still in Washington as well? Yes. Okay. So that's another Washington receiver. He's a... Uh, I've never been a big fan of Pierre Garçon. He's... I feel like people always hype him up a little bit higher than he should be. And then he doesn't really pan out as well as people expect. But we'll see. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Adam is currently up. Josh Doxon just went right before his pick. So let's see. You actually don't have a defense or special teams yet, so that might be the pick here. Yeah. Broncos might be a solid one. Uh, Jets, obviously a little biased, but Jets might be a good one. I'm looking at either... Oh, man. I either want to take a defense or... Snag a, a hometown player, Leonte Carew. Oh, I thought you were going to go with the Kenyon Drake pick. Nah, dude, I've heard he's looked like butt in really? uh, yeah, practice workouts. I heard he's having a really tough time with things. So I think I'm going to try to steer clear from that, especially because it's going to be in uh running back by committee situation. Yeah. Now, Carew was the guy I was talking about, obviously. But I'm going to tell you not to take him. Just for the fact that I feel like that would be a big reach at this point in the draft. Because I'm pretty sure yesterday yeah. you got him in the 15th round. Yeah, I might have. your last pick. I, I think you could go ahead for someone else. 
I might even gamble on Nelson Aguilar with this pick. Yeah, I'm looking at him. He has a ton of upside. He's uh, it's only his second year. I think I'm going to take him. Yeah, it's a it's a boomer bust pick, and that's what we're looking for at this point. Yeah, I think I'm going to take him. He, like you said, he has the upside to be a wide receiver too, at least. So. Yeah, definitely, and especially in Philly, you never know what's going to happen there, especially with Chip gone, new coach. You know, maybe a new quarterback halfway through the season with uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, we'll see yeah. how that pans out. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, that'll be something to talk about on another day. Because I, I don't know your feeling about it, but I honestly think they should just stick him in. I can't stand the I thought mean, of Sam Bradford. They should. I agree. You draft a quarterback number two. You expect him to be, you know, probably your starter moving forward. Um, I'm a little perplexed by it. But, I mean, I guess you're paying Sam Bradford X amount of dollars. See, this yeah. kind of goes back to our Seahawks talk. Yeah. The Seahawks would probably put Wentz in right away because they would think the better player should start. Yeah, yeah. The Eagles might be thinking, hey, we're paying Bradford, you know, somewhat million dollars, probably too many. Let's start him and let yeah. Wentz progress. Yeah, it's sort of the thing where you'd like to see him sit behind somebody that he can learn from. But yeah. How much is he going to learn from Sam Bradford? Yeah, exactly. And. You know, it's sort of the situation where you made your bed, now you got to sleep in it type yeah. of thing with Bradford. And, you know, it's just one messed up situation. So it looks like Ryan's on the clock yep. right now. And Who, I'm going to go for the best kicker in the league, Mr. Justin, Justin Tuxer. Tuxer. Yeah. Tucker, yeah. And then uh, let's see if my guy's still there. Shavery. Would that be a reach here? Probably, right? I'm not sure. Um, is he still available? Yeah, I did it anyway. Shane Vereen. Oh, okay. Hmm. Shane Vereen. Yeah, he's gone. I already took him. Oh, you took him. Okay. Yeah. So, let's see here. Is there anybody worth taking a flyer on at this point? Well, I guess I need to take a goddamn defense. Oh, you do need a defense. Shit. Pats, Vikings. I'm going to go with the Bills, honestly. Well, Bills or Rams. I actually like both of those defenses a lot. So uh, after my Shane Vereen pick, we're looking at Stephen Hoshahawken. Is that right? Steve uh, Hauschka, the kicker? Hauschka. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I've been pronouncing it wrong for years. <laughs> uh, and then Charles Clay, Jason Witten, and Dan Bailey. And it uh, looks like Adam's about four picks out. Really need the defense. Uh, we'll see what the next couple picks look like here. I'm hoping that Leonte Carew might fall to me. I don't know. <laughs> well, that means he needs to make it through me twice. I know. <laughs> and I'm hoping that can happen. <laughs> um, I'm hoping I can get him. And um, there was a quarterback I was looking at. Mariota would be sweet. Oh, wow. Yeah. If I could get Mariota and Leonte Carew. If not Leonte Carew, I guess I could settle with a Richard Matthews. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was re- he was he panned out for the Dolphins last year, and now he's awesome he's in, with Miami. Yeah, and now he's in Tennessee. There's not really anything no. jaw dropping at receiver besides him. Yeah, they're they're big on uh, Doriel Green Beckham. Yeah, other than and he hasn't really panned him. out that well. So yeah. who knows? Richard Matthews could be. Great there, and uh, it would be well worth the risk in the yeah, 14th, point, 15th yeah. round. Um, 
so we'll see. Yeah, for sure. So at this point, um, we're creeping up on me. I'm pick, I believe that's 166. Um, I need a defense. I'm stuck in between going between Bills, uh, Rams, and pretty much at this point, that's about it for me. They, uh, They have the Patriots and Vikings projected more points than both of those defenses, but I personally just, I don't see it. Um, I think at this point, those are probably the two best defenses left. I say go Bills. Um, I think that's a good pick. Yeah, I think they've got an overall yeah, uh, Rex Ryan, solid defense. Rex Ryan and Rob Ryan, I think that's a good setup, especially for you getting it in the 14th round. I yeah. think that's solid. Yep, I'm going to go Bills at this point, and um, I'm probably going to let you start game planning early because I think I'm going to take Leontay Carew with Damn the it. next pick. <laughs> After his Bills D pick, Brock Osweiler, Andy Dalton, Mason Crosby off the board, waiting on one pick between his uh, his pick. Yeah. God damn it. Jordan Cameron just went off the board, and now he's probably going to take Leontay Carew as much as I do not want him to. Uh, I think he might be gone, actually. No way. No, he's still there. 183. I mean, we can pretend he's gone if you want. <laughs> yeah, I th- um, I'm either going to go with him or I like Wendell Smallwood. I th- They don't have much... Um, going on at running back, really? Yeah, Ryan Matthews, but he could get hurt, obviously, or lose the job, who knows. Yeah, so I think he might be a good player to take a fly on at this point. Um, How many wide receivers do I have? That could be the determining factor here. One, two, three, four. four. I guess you could possibly use another one. That's really... I think I have five, actually. Aguilar, Jones... Oh, yeah, I forgot Decker's in your flex. Yep, okay. So... I don't know. Well, I guess at this point... You're um, not too far for uh, Carew. He's 183. Or, or Smallwood. He's up. He's right there. Oh, okay. 177. Um, You're running out of time here. 15 yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think I'm going to take Smallwood. You can have Carew. Interesting. I will gladly accept. But now, all of a sudden, Richard, Ma- Richard Matthews is really attracting me. Yeah, I think he might be the better option, to be perfectly honest I think honest so, with too. Leontay Carew, literally, like, I want him so badly right now that, like, I want to ignore all sorts of feelings of getting the better player. Yeah, well, he's got a, a ton of upside, but honestly, he's got um, clearly Landry and clearly... Um, Stills ahead of him. Yeah. And then... Um, I mean, he could overtake Stills. We had this conversation yeah, yeah, actually last sure. night where I, Stills hasn't panned out, let's be honest. He should be playing a lot better than he actually is for Miami, but... Yeah, but then the thing is, like, who does Matthews have to deal with in Tennessee? It's really nothing compared to what Carew has yeah. to deal with in Miami. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Tennessee probably still has the, the Kendall rights. Yep, yeah. They have Beckham... Uh, let's, let's actually take a look real quick while we're waiting for my next pick and see what they have here at receiver. Yep. Green Beckham, Kendall Wright, Richard Matthews. After that, it really drops off. Uh, the next name I recognize is 
Justin Hunter, yeah. Harry Douglas, Derek Hagan, but those aren't names to be excited about. Yeah, they probably um, won't even see the field, to be honest. Yeah, so I might actually be obligated to take the Richard Matthews pick just because I think he might pan out better, like you said. I, actually, I, I like that pick a lot. Yeah. I, I'm actually surprised you didn't say anything about him because he, like I said, was a former Dolphin. Yeah. I, and I played well there, too. Played really well. Scored a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember in our fantasy league it was – uh oh, hold on. My pick is up. Let me make this uh, – this pick, I will take. Where is he? I just lost him. Can you sort by team? I was just looking at him, though. I mean, I can probably find him here. Richard Matthews, there he is, 187. Oh, okay. Just drafting him, and then I'm back to back, as I have been this whole draft. And I will go quarterback because I need a backup. Um, I like Mariota. Besides that, we're looking at Winston, Fitz, Tannehill, Matt Ryan, Joe Flacco. Put him in the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go Mariota. I'm going to go for the fun team with Cam Newton and Marcus Mariota. And that completes my draft. We're waiting on one more pick for Adam. And uh, what are you thinking? You guys already know who I'm going to take with my final pick in the draft. It's going to be Ryan Tannehill as long as nobody else snags him up. I thought you were going to be a dick and take Leontay Karun. <laughs> Just sweet talk me into not taking him. No, I I think he's going to maybe be a waiver wire ad for one of us. Yeah, I think so too, because I don't think anyone's going to go out there and be like, I need Leontay Carew. Um, we'll see. I mean, maybe you wait to see if Nelson Aguilar pans out to be anything. Yeah. If he doesn't, drop him, get get, uh, get you some Carew. Yeah, and Dixon as well. I mean, obviously, yeah, he's going to start the season that's as a backup. I, I honestly think he'll probably end up becoming the starter at some point in the season. At but. some point. But, yeah, like you said, you might have to wait for that because I think they might still hand the keys to Justin Forsett yeah. for now. Um, Did you see um, when they were asking him about that, he was, like, pretty much avoiding the yeah, situation yeah. completely? Yeah, they, they said it might be a running, um, running a backfield by committee. By committee yeah. And he goes... What does that mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, clearly, he knows what that means. I think he's just in denial slash is trying to play cute to yeah. think that he's going to be the starting quarterback without question. Um, but I guess we'll keep an eye on that as it pans out. Um, we're closing in about three picks to Adam here. Uh, we do know that he is going to take Ryan Tannehill, which I don't think anyone else will. I think you'll be safe with that one. Right now, it looks like everyone's taking a kickers, uh, yep. like third or fourth string receivers, running backs, that kind of business. So, yeah, it's pretty much the point where you pick a guy and say, uh, "Hey, look, he seems fun." Yeah, and... exactly. And that's where I was at. I was looking at, at Teddy Bridgewater or Mariota, to be honest. Yeah, just because they they have more appeal to me than a Matt Ryan, just for that sake of just fun. I can't believe that we've done. What is this, our second or third draft already this year? And both of the drafts, Matt Ryan's gone all the way through. Yeah, it is surprising. And and what's funny to note about that is I do not think in our league that will happen. No, Just for the no, no. fact that, like we said earlier, people are going to be taking two quarterbacks like in a snap of a finger. Yeah, so some I people think... might have two QBs before I take one. I think somebody might have three QBs before I take one. Eric. 
No, but seriously, <laughs> people do that in our league. Well, they they just feel the need to get three quarterbacks just because they don't know where else to go. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. So uh, I'm going to close out uh, the draft here with uh, Ryan Tannehill. And looks like... Uh, That's about it for the uh, draft here. Yeah, so we can go through and do a quick draft recap. Well, I guess we'll go through our teams first and then just do a quick once over everybody else. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. All right, so I'll let you go first if you have your team up. Yep, yeah, I do. So uh, we're looking at Team Drunkies. Uh, starting quarterback Cam Newton. Running backs are uh, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, receivers Jarvis Landry, Tyler Lockett. Ladarius Green at tight end. DeMarco Murray in the flex. Cardinals D. Slash special teams. Justin Tucker at kicker. The bench looks like Ryan Matthews, Kevin White, Marcus Wheaton, Mohamed Sanu, Shane Vereen, Richard Matthews, and Marcus Mariota. I I like this team. Uh, probably better than the one I drafted last night. Um, obviously, the starting lineup might not be exactly how it's plugged in on the phone right now. They just kind of yeah. do it by how you draft it. Um, yeah, I but I like to say that about your wide receiver position. I think one of your bench guys might end up sliding in there for Tyler Lockett at one point. Yeah, or another. I almost feel like it's going to be Kevin White. Yeah, I think he might be a big pick this year. But again, it's something we're going to have to keep an eye on. Yeah, and I mean, really, um, this is his rookie season. Yeah, and I have a ton of depth at wide receiver. Like, if one of them doesn't pan out, I have like three others that could potentially slide in if they have good years. Yeah, exactly. And I think a few of them are slated for good years potentially. So we'll definitely see about that. Uh, Adam, you go ahead and and uh, give us the rundown on your team, and then I think we'll wrap it up. All right, let's find the Des dispenser. Um, so coming in at. QB, I've got Phillip Rivers, my two running backs, uh, Mark Ingram and Thomas Rawls, wide receiver, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and Randall Cobb, followed by tight end Jimmy Graham. In the flex, I've got Eric Decker, defense and special teams, um, Buffalo Bills, and rounding out the kicker position, Steven Gotstowski. And the bench, uh, Melvin Gordon, Rashad Jennings, Marvin Jones, Kenneth Dixon, Nelson Aguilar, Wendell Smallwood, and my boy Ryan Tannehill. So overall, I'm pretty pleased again with this team. You know, hopefully uh, our draft coming up this weekend um, with a few of our buddies can, can go look like as this. well yeah, as these for sure. going. I but, agree. You know, that's why this is a really good thing to do. You know, not a lot of people have a ton of, you know, fantasy football knowledge, especially when you get into the 12-team leagues, you're kind of um, using your knowledge more and more, you need to know more players. You need to go deeper, and that's why this sort of thing helps. You know, you can see things based on average draft position, but as Ryan touched earlier, knowing who you're drafting with and what their tendencies are, along with yeah. having you know a good foundation of knowledge, is absolutely really going to help you. Yeah, I would definitely uh, push that as one of my number one advice for uh, any newbies to the fantasy league. And I also want to just go ahead and say uh, the Marvin Jones pick I'm super excited about for you, especially with the depth you have at wide receiver, which is OBJ, Cobb, Decker. Um, I think Marvin Jones could sneak in to be a solid wide receiver number two for a, you know, a wide receiver needy fantasy team. Yeah, he can even be a good trade. Yeah, and I don't think you're that. I don't think you need receivers. So I think that could be a, a solid like you said, either trade bait or maybe he pans out better than a Decker or a Cobb. Who knows? We'll see. 
Um, could well, be a red zone the machine. Risk of an injury um, coming Cobb's way again. I mean, not that yeah. I want to wish bad. Well, or even Decker. Uh, he he gets a lot of hamstring injuries. Decker does. Yeah. So that's always possible. He makes misses a week here or there. You slot in Jones. Boom. Yeah, you're you're just as set seamless. as you would be with with Decker. Um, yeah, but I think that's just about going to be it for us for this fantasy football uh, live draft special. Um, this was your first episode of uh, NFL Drunkies. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at NFL Drunkies Pod. We, of course, couldn't fit in podcast the whole word, so it's just pod. Uh, and then go ahead and follow me and Adam on Twitter. Um, same thing, NFL Drunkies, and then our first name. So mine is NFL Drunkies Ryan. His is NFL Drunkies Adam. So go ahead and give us a follow, and uh, make sure to check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, all the above. All right? Thanks, guys. That's going to be it. Peace.